Hello and welcome to the Monday Night War Stories as your no-so crew goes on a little deep dive in the ratings war between WCW and WWF. This week we're coming off the heels of Fully Loaded for the WWF. We emptied it all. We no emptied it all. And we're coming off the heels of a tournament for WCW from last week. So it's just any day of the week. Any day of the week. <laughs> I wish there was an... Uh, an a wrestling promotion called Tournament Championship Wrestling that we can review just the three of us. Where each week you were guaranteed a tournament action of some sort. Hell yeah, brother. Nah. Nah. You can turn me on to that tournament any night. Because I am your legend. Because I am your legend. I'm your host. I'm Joseph Lussell. I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. The man of the hour, the man of the power, the man too sweet to be sour. Um, the women's pet, the men's regret. What you see is what you get, and what you don't see is better yet. I lift barbell flakes. I eat T-bone steaks. I'm sweeter than a German chocolate cake. When I'm good, I'm good. When I'm bad, I'm better. That's me, the database. What Eminem song is that? <laughs> it's an old superstar Billy Graham promo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the chosen one, Mike Bubel. Sal Iva, back here once again <laughs> on your Premier Life podcast. I like your music. I walk alone. I hear that you don't want me around. Always, always, always. 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 <laughs> I have no idea what that is. Uh, WrestleMania. Survivor Series 02. Oh, Survivor Series, yeah. I just can't live without you. I feel like, I feel like it's a WrestleMania one. I, I think the Detroit they, one. They, they went to the saliva uh, yeah, bank, bank hard. hard for those three years. Yeah, Time to play the game. But we're going to go to Monday night, July 24th, the year 2000. Hey, they're back. We're going to Monday Nitro. <laughs> we're back on Monday, baby. Last week was Tuesday because okay. we were watching what? Nuremberg Part 2. <laughs> and Shivani straight up points it out. Yeah. We're back where we belong. I'm like, oh boy, yikes. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. You did just as well on Tuesday. You did. We're in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm. The mistake by the lake. But not even at Gundarina. No. Cleveland State. All the pretty girls. They've already realized by this point they're. Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. Oh, man. Come on. It sucks. But Hogan nick himself shaving his ear. Drew Carey show, baby. Uh, commentary team is one. Tony Schiavone, Mark Madden, Scott Hudson. He's back. Hey. Uh, we start to show off with a promo. Hudson doesn't work Tuesdays. Right. Start to show off with a promo by one Lance Storm. Uh, they have him, they, he has them play the Canadian National Anthem as now a Canadian flag lowers down. Uh, Storm's going to be serious for a moment. He doesn't oh, like a Nice the- change of pace. Uh, he doesn't like the respect that he has been uh, given. Uh, Storm says that the fans would jump. Uh, uh, would if uh, stand, uh, the fans would jump and become fans of his if he uh, would be more fan friendly. Uh, the morale standards, the moral standards in the U.S. is at its lowest, and its greatest wrestler comes from Canada. I feel like Lance Storm's character could be just as relevant today. That line, the moral standing thing. That's where Hudson jumped in. I, I wrote this down specifically. Because the examples, he gave two examples for high-quality qual, moral standards. Uh, Tiger Woods and Lance Armstrong. I was like, oh, boy, did that age badly. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> looking at things through that 2000 lens. Whoops. Whoopsies. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, Storm, Storm will be the best against Mike Awesome at New Blood Rising. Uh, Storm makes an open challenge to anyone in the back so he can stay fresh. Big Vito... Hmm? Subway? Yeah, Stay sub- fresh and eat it. Lance Subway Storm. Uh, Big Vito comes out, talks some trash, and Storm's like, hey, Lance T-Storm. If, you want a ti- if you want a title T-Storm shot for this, <laughs> you have to put your title up. So, guys, we're having a title for title match. Okay. With Big Vito. The father of uh, NXT 2.0 is Tony D'Angelo, I've decided. Okay. Uh, Lance Storm versus Big Vito for the Canadian heavyweight title and the hardcore title. Uh, Vito puts the cone in between Storm's legs and uses the bat. And what do we call that? It's a parking Traffic, cone enema. Parking cone enema. There it is. Thank you. It's the uh, enema of a generation. Uh, Vito struggles to pull a table out from under the ring, so he says, forget about it, and then Dude, he leaves it under the ring. He has the worst fucking luck with tables. Like, you know, Michael Austin had this problem. 
But everyone he uses is either broke, so he can't like, get it out. Know, is someone like banging on the table that he can't get it? Uh, Dan House is the next Dan one. He's, he's holding it. Dan Housen fell like seriously, he and he went like he went like five hundred pound dead weight because like Vito, it almost became that triple threat match of Vito trying to get the ladder, uh, the chair, the table from under the uh, ring, and he's like fuck, 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 fuck never mind, forget That's it. So funny. Uh, Storm Loblo's Vito on the uh, on the top turnbuckle, and Storm hits a superplex for the two. Vito with an over the head belly to belly. Uh, Vito hits the top rope elbow drop. Storm kicks out at two, already kicking out of his finisher. Uh, Vito hits the jumping DDT, and Storm kicks out of that. His other finisher, uh, Vito uses a kendo stick and, st- and hits Storm in the head. Vito goes for it again, but Storm sidekicks him. Uh, Vito goes for the back suplex, but Storm ro- uh, rolls through and puts him in the Canadian maple leaf, and Vito taps out. So your new hardcore champion... Or Canadian hardcore champion, depending on what he's going to call it, Lance Storm. They're pushing him. Back-to-back weeks. They are. Back-to-back weeks, a uh, title. It's been like five weeks. He's got two titles. Well, three matches, one night. It's not, it's not bad. It's not, not bad. bad. Uh, Booker T has arrived. Uh, we get a recap. Yeah, if I were him, I'd be watching out of a corner of my eye for Lance Storm. Or yeah. Canyon. <laughs> Uh, we get a, a recap of Thunder of Jarrett laying out Booker T with the guitar. Because that's what you do. Then we get a promo here by Booker T in the ring as he thanks the fans for supporting him. If it wasn't the fans, there would be no Booker T. Uh, Booker T wow, tells... Wow, his mom, I guess. Uh, it's, not, it's not that former tag team champion. Particularly that female fan right there. Yeah. Uh, Booker T tells Jeff Jarrett to quit whining and they see, he will see him at New Blood Rising. Goldberg comes out. Goldberg Where challenges uh, Booker T to a match tonight, and then Booker T's like, yeah, okay, I accept. But then the cat comes out. I was like, hey, 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 uh, I'm running this place, and Goldberg doesn't make the matches. The fans were, and then he goes, you know what? The fans will decide on the who will be facing uh, Booker T. And Taboo Tuesday was born. Exactly. As the crowd chants <laughs> uh, Goldberg, he's like, well, for the next hour, you fans here can't vote, but people at, can go to WCW.com. And there will be ten names that you can vote for, and ones including Sting. Cat uh, tells Goldberg to get the hell out of his ring. He has five seconds. And if the cat turns around, Goldberg's still in the uh, ring. He might fire his ass, or maybe suspend him, or just kick his ass. Uh, Goldberg grabs the cat by the throat. Booker T tries to make safe. Security comes out to separate them. Cat uh, says he owes Goldberg one, and payback is a mother. So, guys. Yep, you're right. Taboo Monday, as everyone caught. We're going to... The fans are going to vote. Can't believe that. First did this in 94. They did. On Saturday night. Episode Saturday night. It's an interesting idea. Um, and now it's to get traffic to their website. Yep. Um, I mean, why not? Mm. Something has to work. Yep. Uh, Kidman joins commentary. As I'm like, who's going to be the 10 names? And the commentary is hyping the internet, uh, the internet, hyping the website. You ever heard of this internet? Have Pretty cool. And uh, they still don't know the, who is the 10 names are, but then all of a sudden they're like, all right, we got the 10 names. Also, 10's a bit too much. Yes. We have, we have Goldberg. We have Sting. We have Kidman. We have Lance Storm. Mike Awesome. Positively Canyon. Okay. Buff Bagwell, well, took a nail, Shane Douglas, mm. Stevie Ray, and Vampiro. Really ended badly there at the end. Oh, boy. You could have had six of those. Sure. Quit the steep knockoff between, like, say, four and five. <laughs> Canyon. Well, Awesome was five, and then, uh, or Canyon was five, Canyon, and then Canyon Buff was six. Canyon was six. Oh, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. Steep drop-off between five and six. Yeah. Oh, boy. Kidman says that it's Tori Wilson's birthday, and he has a gift for her. He has a special videotape. Yeah. Canyon says it's the tape that uh, of them doing extra activity, and Madden's like, is it a sex tape? So, for the rest of the night, Mark Madden is, don't give a fuck about what's in the ring. He wants to see that tape. Poppies! I f- well, here's the thing. I feel somewhat hypocritical because I'm tired of Lawler's puppy shtick, but I, I enjoyed Madden tonight. Like, I'm not saying I loved it, but I didn't hate it. Because he, like... Towards the end, it got a bit much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who did hate it? My son. 
he was done with it. Yeah. And he hates Lawler on commentary. Like, yeah. Um, but I didn't mind it. I, for some reason, he's just fresher, I think. That's all it is, I think, at the, at the end of the day for me. Also, he's, he's not like a creepy old dude. Yeah, he's not like someone's Lawler's dirty like uncle. 109 years old. Lawler reminds me of the sketch I saw on Saturday Night Live in the 70s. Like, I saw it in reruns where they have all the female cast members dress up as little girls in nightgowns and all that. And then the parents go out for dinner and the their uncle comes to watch him. Uh-oh. And it's this older dude and he plays the uncle and he's like, Hi there, little girls. Are you ready for grandpa or uncle, uncle, whatever to watch you, Uncle Buck or whatever it is? He's like, now I've got candy bars for all of you, but they're hidden on my body, and you've got to find them. Oh. And they would all go reaching all over his body. He's like, oh, you're oh. getting warm. Oh, God. I, I can't believe they got away with it, but 70s was Holy the Wild shit. West on TV. And uh, But that's what Lol reminds me of on this. You're not wrong. Yeah. Oh, man. Jesus. Um, well, where's the crown while I bang you from behind? Right. I'm the king. That was the king. So yes. let's go to our second or match Jerry tonight Lewis. as no. we are starting to, I don't know, I feel like the we're going off the rails already because our next match is... Well, you, have to, Russo, you have to start on the rails. This to is a Russo book show. So. Well, our next match is David Flair and Miss Hancock versus Lieutenant Loco and Major Guns in a mixed tag match. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, we're off there. We're off. Hancock dances for a bit for a minute. Uh, ow, ow, ow. We've, ow, ow, ow. I don't know if I'd call that dancing. We find out that dry, Major Guns and Miss Hancock were being a mud pit at New Blood Rising. ROTC, rip off the camouflage. Hancock uh, brings in the chair while Major Gun chases uh, her around the ring multiple times. And he gets mad and the Hawkins are running. Gun, uh, Major Guns does a drop toe hold to Hancock in the groin of Flair. Uh, Guns and Hancock tussle while Flair hits Loco with the chair. Hancock gets on the apron while David holds Major Guns and David uh, drops her and Hancock kicks a cross body onto David. Hancock argues with David and gets out of the ring, and Major Gun rolls up Hancock for the win. After the match, David and Miss Hancock argue. Gun is going to give Loco mouth to mouth until Miss Hancock grabs Major Guns. Then she rips Major Gun's shirt off, and then Major Gun's covering herself up like it was, oh no. But isn't her thing is to rip the shirt off? But when someone else does it, it's, oh my god. I felt the exact same thing. Remember who's booking this and his views on women. I was just like, your entire reason you exist in this company is to show your tits. Mm-hmm. And then when someone else does or, it, it's like, oh, I can't. Replace this company with the world. Although I didn't notice. Part of it was um, old dipshit Stacy ripped her. She actually ripped her top. It, uh, was, it was in half. She was actually literally holding it up. Oh, uh, the, the, the bikini top? Yeah. Oh, okay. She, ow, ow, she ow. ripped it. Oh, okay, because like I was, so I was like, Stacy, it's a terrible shirt. You just rip it; it'll it'll go easily. Yeah, and then I was like, what? Okay, <laughs> I, di- I didn't see her rip the bikini top because yeah. I, I was like, but your whole shtick is to rip your tearaway shirt off. But okay, makes sense now. We go backstage and Cat's on his trustworthy phone until Jarrett comes in and hangs it up. Cat get a cordless phone for that cat, man. Right. Yeah, Jesus. Cat, uh, Jarrett wants to know why the cat is having the fans pick because the fans are dumb. Jarrett Jarrett wants his title match tonight. Uh, Cat tells Jarrett to take his banjo and get out of there. (laughs) Jarrett takes a swing with his guitar and knocks all the stuff off the cat's desk. So the cat puts Jarrett in a match for a title, but it's going to be against Chronic. Man, the cat, like Roddy Dangerfield, gets no respect. I know, right? Just done. Uh, We go backstage with Pamela Paul Shuck with Sting, who's in a mask. The the ski mask, and he says that uh that it's the real sk- sting under the mask, and uh, it sounds like him. So the van the it. fans can vote for him, and he when the fans vote for him and he wins, he's going to take the title tonight, and also he can tell the boys in the back that this mask is coming off tonight. So make but, sure to Kane, but it wasn't Chris Harris. Nope, was thing. Uh, we got a promo with Tanae and Goldberg. Goldberg thinks it's a good thing the fans are picking because the fans will pick him. Goldberg says if not, he'll murder whoever wins. If if anybody else does it, uh, if if he doesn't win, they're going to be put in a body bag. Somewhere in uh, wherever the fuck Raw is that night, somewhere Benoit's nipples got extremely hard. We go to... uh, Let's go to and flick him off. Like that. Uh, We go backstage with Brian Adams telling Brian Clark, let's go to the ring. That it cuts like a knife. 
as as le- as Adams leaves the locker room, uh, the door shuts, and you hear a loud noise, and we come back, and Clark's laid out by a guitar. Who could have done that? He all kabonged him. That banjo. Our next match for the tag team championships is Jeff Jarrett versus Brian Adams. This ain't the first time we've had a one-on-one match for the tag titles here in WCW. Um, Jared is shown right away after the guitar shot, so commentary is questioning who hit uh, Clark with the guitar. Adams with the pile driver. Jared's able to grab the ropes. Jared rams uh, Adams into the post and then still steps. Jared goes for the double axe handle, but Adams bear hugs him. Jared with his DDT. Jared tries to go over Adams, but Adams grabs him and does a full Nelson slam. Adam pushes the ref away, and Jarrett rams the guitar into the throat of Adams. Then Adams' military presses uh, Jarrett. Clark comes out with a piece of the broken guitar that he got smashed and tries to hit uh, Jarrett with it, but the ref grabs it. Clark then hits Jarrett with the pump panel slam. Adams wants to go for high times, but Clark has a better idea. It's a high times Jarrett through the announce table, but the ref stops him from doing that. So then... Uh, Jarrett gets away, and the crowd, uh, then Chronic High Times, uh, Jeff Jarrett through the announce table. I can't decide if they are pushing Jeff Jarrett I'm or just, burying Jeff Jarrett. I'm just confused on the idea of what they did. Uh, it's, as we've said before, it's the bad timing of their backstage segments to when they go live because of the fact that it's legitimately like Jeff Jarrett laid out Brian Clark and then literally the next from segment A we go straight to segment B and Jeff Jarrett's the first one to come out. Yeah, it was like really hard cuts. Hard cut. Yeah. And Jarrett and then that's where I brought up how commentary is like if Jarrett's here, who the hell hit Clark in the back already? I um, the demon. It was the demon. That's it was above right. average. It was uh, ab- whatever his bucket was. Uh, above mm-hmm. average. Oh, uh, Mike Saunders. Mike Sanders. Mike yeah. Sanders. That fucking guy. Mike Sanders is the man that knocked out uh Brian Clark for some reason. Okay, uh, we're gonna move on with the cat as he is trying to fix the things that Jeff Jarrett knocked over as he <laughs> as he. Doesn't notice it, but Vampiro is just sitting in a chair quietly. And he's like, what the hell are you doing here? How the hell did you get in here? As Vampiro... He went through the forbidden door. He went through the... Mm. It's mostly for the cat. It's called the front door. Uh, but Vampiro says that he wants to take care of the great Muda. Cat uh, says he's going to kick the Muda's uh, ass because the Muda's spitting the onion soup in his face. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Vampiro says, hey, you can be the ref, and I'll take care of uh, Vampiro. I'll take care of Muda tonight. And then Vampiro shows uh, uh, the cat his karate skills by kicking the piece that the cat was trying to fix <laughs> off the table. He's just no respect. And then the cat, somebody locked the door after he yeah, leaves. When he leaves, he's just... crazy. Mm. Why not? Uh, we're gonna go backstage with Pamela with Shane Douglas and Tori Wilson as Pamela wants to know what's in the video. And Tori says, There isn't a video. Uh, and then Douglas, like, Tell me what, what's really happening. He's like, Okay, there is a video. Um, and then he flips out and runs off. We get our first update of uh, the fans' votes. Uh, Sting is at 35%, Goldberg's at 30%. Vampiro is at 10%. Lance Storm's at 6 Mike Awesome's at 6 Buff and Stevie Ray are at 4 And uh, Canyon and Franchise are at 2 And Kidman's at 1%. That's just rude. Kidman, right? Man, I would want uh, like Sting or Canyon if I had to pick between two. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so let's go to our next match as it's going to be uh, Vampiro with ICP versus and the Demon. I keep forgetting he's there. 
Versus so the great Muda with the cat as the special guest referee. Some people don't like these oddities. I dig the song. Yep. And I don't mind them being back with Vampiro. I, I, I'm not in so love with it. It's, uh, I don't hate it, but I do miss the crazy demon character that he yeah. was, though. Because that yeah. was fucking fantastic. Um, the cat fights off ICP and the demon. Uh, the great Muda then roundhouses the cat in the gut. Rude. ICP, Vampiro, and Muda attack the cat. The demon comes in and chases everybody off and then helps the cat, but then he hits the cat with the love gun. Then Madden's like, the, the brothers are in pain. The brothers in pain. The brothers in pain. Say it, Hudson, like you used to. Say it. Brothers in pain. Everyone leaves, but ICP, but then the cat gets up and lays them out. They can take bumps. We go backstage with Pamela and Booker T. Booker T says Goldberg can cry all he wants, but it's up to the fans who they want to see take on Booker T. But tonight, he will be leaving champion, and then we see Goldberg pacing back and forth. Our next match is Booker T defending that WCW Heavyweight Championship against... The fans vote. Commentary doesn't know who it is until Sting's music hits. But if you watch closely, you can see the wide shot of the stage as Sting's music hitting. And you can see a dark shadow show up and then it disappears. And I was like, someone was early. That's my mindset. Oh, someone was early in the start. But Sting comes out. But the black shadow was early. That was Goldberg. As Goldberg snuck into the stage. Comes out. He jumped his cue. Huh? He jumped his cue. Yep. He attacks Sting. It was Goldberg. Uh, security comes out and separates Goldberg and Sting. Uh, Booker T goes up and they throw some fists between Goldberg and Sting. Uh, Booker T as security breaks them up. Sting gets the stretcher job from this attack. Really? Well, I mean, somebody who's burnt to death can't take Bill's punches. Even more. Mm, that's true. Uh, you got to think this might have been a contingency plan. Like... If this vote was on the up and up, which I I don't know, um, they were probably dumb enough to go with it. If it was on the up and up, you, you, the fans picking Sting has to be kind of a big fuck you to both Goldberg and the company. Yep, who clearly set it up to be Goldberg. Yep. yep. Um, so this might have been the well. If they pick Sting, we'll go this route. It's that fun fact that WWE actually went with the fan vote instead of you know. That's why, like, I take a little issue. With when people say like Ric Flair is Mr. WCW, he wasn't. It's Sting. Flair's Mr. NWA. Mr. NWA, and you know he accomplished more probably in WCW than Sting did. But Sting is the backbone of that company. Sting never left, like Flair did. Well, Flair was fired though. To be fair, <laughs> Sting was never fired. Sting was never given a reason to fire. You know what I mean? Like, well, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't take a. Pay cut in half either if I was Ric Flair. So yep. <laughs> that's uh, why he was fired. Booker <laughs> like, T goes. Yeah. We uh, want you to take. We want you to cut your pay in half and lose the title to Oz. Neither one of those things are happening. Then you're fired. Okay, I'll take my belt with me. I don't blame him. I'd have done the same thing. Uh, Booker T goes back to the ring and tells Goldberg, "If you want some, come get some." So our next match is for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. Our fourth match of the night. Entering party, ending uh, hour one, going to hour two. Uh, Goldberg military presses, uh, slams Booker T, throws him to the steps. Goldberg walks in front of the announce team, and they're like, hey, man, you're the man. We don't want nothing from you. Sorry. Uh, Booker T's busted open. Goldberg puts Booker in the cross-arm breaker, and Booker gets to the rope. Stevie Ray comes down, throws in the towel, but Goldberg gra- uh, catches it, wipes it, uh, gra- uh, wipes himself, and then throws it back up Stevie Ray. The cat comes out and says, hey, Book, uh, Goldberg, you win, but you don't get the title uh, because Booker T can't go. He's hurt. Thoughts on that idea of making your new, you're trying to be your new champion look kind of weak in a way of he's well, busted open. He never gave, and it's the biggest star in the company. So I don't, I don't think it made him look terribly weak, but I... Didn't really like it either. It didn't put him over at all. Yeah. It didn't improve. It didn't help. His standing. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Goldberg attacks the security. We go to, uh, as commentary brings up, Booker T didn't quit. He's just hurt. We come back from commercial, and Booker T's yelling at the cat in the cat's office saying he I wants... I that, by the way. The what? If you're hurt, and uh, you it's, you did quit. That's yeah. just how that is. It's part of it. Cat uh, getting yelled at by Booker T saying the match will restart, and if the cat doesn't, the Booker will walk out of the company. You can have your title, and he chucks the title at the cat. Brother. What respect being paid to this uh, legendary title, Corey? <laughs> Creative isn't working for Booker T. Listen there, dude. <laughs> One, two weeks as champ, guy. Well, he kept that mindset for another couple of years. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, our next match is Buff Bagwell with former tag, uh, tag team champion Judy so, Bagwell. But then Vince might have called him up, and he... Versus Canyon. Canyon's music hits twice. He doesn't come out. Buff tells Canyon to get out here. Judy gets... Uh, Former WCW Tag Team Champion Judy Bagwell gets on the mic and tells Canyon that he's a chicken shit and he needs to come out here now. Buff Language. and Judy pose as in the camera, the, from the cameraman on the apron, falls to the ground. And then the cameraman attacks Buff. And it turns out that cameraman had makeup on and prosthetics because that was one Canyon. The gasp. I don't mind because he's a douchebag. But they sure are having Buff Bagwell's mom just totally emasculate him oh. on a weekly basis. Well, if you want to know more, wait till Thunder. Oh, yeah. Uh, Canyon hits Buff with the Canyon Cutter. Canyon chases Judy to the back and then shoves her into the trunk and drives off with her in the back. It's hmm. the best place for her. Uh, Buff, uh, we go backstage and we see Buff getting a rental car and driving off. Uh, we go backstage with Pamela with Kidman as Kidman isn't worried about his uh, match at New Blood Rising. Kidman got really putting over that pay per view. Kidman, <laughs> right? Kidman got tired of Tori and uh, talking about his private parts. So Kidman went uh, had a spare key and went to the old place and found the tape that he's gonna show. Our next match, it's Shane. D- I got nothing for I, this. The like, funny stuff, the funny thing is this. Every time I watch WCW with the producer, it's these situations of like a sex tape or uh, major guns. And I'm like, you are always in the room when these happen. You don't see anything else. Like nothing else, you know? It's just like the most like you, you're you palming your forehead like, oh, what am I watching? Oh, yeah. Like she's always in the room for that. But when it's anything else with Booker, Goldberg. Nowhere to be found. Nowhere to be found. It's like a magnet. All right. So our next match is Shane Douglas of Tori Wilson versus the fat chick thriller, Mike Awesome. Uh, Douglas wants this match to be a quick one. Awesome comes out with three women. Madden yells it's a stampede. <laughs> uh, commentary can't handle that the women are, came out with Awesome. I like after the bell rings. You can hear them laughing. Then Tony Schiavone obviously was told something in the ear. And he goes... You want us to take this seriously after you bring out a bunch of fat women? Yep. Give us a minute. Right on air. Yep. Oh, yep. God. Um, <laughs> awesome with the springboard clothesline to the outside and near the sign of the night. Fupa 469. 469. <laughs> um, Tori jumps on the back of the fat chick thriller uh, to allow the franchise to get advantage. However, this match goes short because on the Tron, Kidman shows the tape of them. Of him and Tori, and it's just him and Tori under bed sheets. From the furthest, di- from, you know, f- the furthest distant possible. From the hard camp? From the hard camp, yeah. Oh, the hard camp. It was a hard kid. Uh, Man. Kid cam. Awesome hits uh, Douglas with the weight that they brought out, and then... Uh, the fat woman? No. no. He picks up Gertrude there. And yeah. Just- Kidman uh, comes out with a pair of Tori's underwear. Um, Hello. This has Douglas run up as then Lance Storm tries to attack the fat chick thriller, but he stops him and hits him with a running power bomb. Steve Richards would not approve of the segment. No, they'd be out in force. Yep. We see Douglas backstage attacking a stagehand for sh- showing the videotape. Then we go to Kidman saying that uh, he'd made extra copies and for everyone in the crowd and the boys in the back. And Madden, you got a special cut. And then we see the young dragons and Kiwi watching. As then they cut to Douglas trying to stop the tape. It's like somebody saw American Pie. Yep. yep. Without question. Show who that was, bro. Bro. 
I saw this funny movie, bro. Next week there'll be a Nadia. Jesus. Maybe. Um. So then, hey guys, there's been a steel cage of hanging above uh, the ring all night. Well, I think I would worry about that. Yo, no, it's next. As this upcoming match is a fitter four way. And what's the rules here? Because I don't fucking know, and I, they did not know. You escape the cage and you lose? Because that's how it came out to be. I tried to understand the rules to this. I got nothing. They okay. Got so cute. Well, I'm going to name this match called Mexican Strategy. Because that's what they fucking said the entire goddamn match. Because it's a fitter four-way here. And it's the filthy animals of Hoovy and Ray versus the... Corey's favorite, perfect man event, <laughs> versus MIA members, Rection and Cajun, versus Gingerack and O'Hare. Winner gets a number one, t- uh, gets a title shot for the tag titles. Uh, our favorite thing is uh, Conan joins commentary. I would usually favorite thing. We get a top corner cam, like they put a camera in the corner of the cage. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cool, but it was too far away. They've had it in other cage matches in yeah. the history of WCW. Uh, it's a mass, one of their favorite shots. Mass chaos begin the match uh, because you, you miss uh, 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 Jindrak missing the. Oh, I'm sorry, O'Hare missing the Schwan, the Shantan on a rection, and they show it from the corner camp. Uh, it's all chaos. Jindrak and O'Hare are thrown out of the cage through the door, and I guess they're eliminated. Stasiak lifts up, um, uh, was it Hoovy? Oh, uh, picks up Hoovy. Oh, uh, picks up Ray. I apologize. My thing decided to uh, autocorrect him. Mystery, not Mysterio. Uh, pick, lifts up Mysterio in a military press, but Hoovy then drop kicks Palumbo and, uh, Stasiak, uh, drop kicks Palumbo. Then they chuck Ray into, uh, Stasiak to catch him. Uh, Palumbo and Stasiak decide to just leave the match. So they eliminate themselves. So we're down to the final two. MIA and the Filthy Animals. Um, Ray with the Bronco Buster on general direction. Stasiak and Palumbo then decide to lock the door. But since Conan knew that was going to happen, he brought bolt cutters. Uh, Disco then is climbing on top of the cage. And kicks a hole through the top. Uh, Hoovy grabs a ladder and then both member uh, and hits both members of MIA. Hudson thinks that the animals in the perfect man event are in cahoots. So I, it's a little worrisome to me if you're walking on top of the cage. Oh yeah, and you can just kick open one of the panels. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd be walking on that cage a whole lot longer. Well. <laughs> They bring the ladder. No, it looked really unsafe to me. They bring the ladder in. Old Dan uh, Shady. Ray and Hoobie do leg drops off the ladder. Rection throws uh, Hoobie onto Ray. Um, then uh, they start climbing through the cage. Um, Rection and Disco are fighting on top of the cage. Then Ray comes out to the top. Uh, the door is open. Cajun does a jump into Hoobie, and they both go through the front door. Um, oh. Uh, Rake, so the door's open, they go through the door. Commentary doesn't know what's happening. Tony's like, well, both men have to, both members of the team have to touch the floor. So, there's that. <sighs> Cajun then sets up a table for General Direction to jump off the cage to do a splash, but Disco trips him. Conan and Hoobie then throw Cajun through that table. Ray's hanging on the cage and drops on the Erection, to, uh, who hits a power bomb. Then like uh, the ray dropped onto an erection is just yeah ray super drops off putting. The, ray drops onto him, but then uh, erection <laughs> goes through the door, and your winners are MIA. Is Colonel Parker here? <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. So that was a chaotic match that fucking made no sense. Made no so sense. So basically, if you're the last team left, you lose. Yes. So you just, I wrote filthy animals lose cage match. So filthy animals are still out of the title match at New Blood Rising. Yeah. Then what was the point? Yes. You are correct. Um, we see Stevie Ray uh, telling Booker T not to do this. And then during the break, Stevie Ray confronts Goldberg. So Goldberg yeets Stevie Ray through a window. He tried to get away. He tried to run he away. Tried to he tried to get away. That coward. That coward tried to get away from Goldberg. 
What a coward. Yeah, what was with the... F- oh, there's so many just hard cuts to next segments on the show. I feel like they edited a shit ton of stuff out, and I don't know what. Yeah. Um, our main event is Goldberg versus Booker T. Again, for the WCW Heavyweight Championship. This time, Goldberg gets the full entrance. The, secu- the knock on the door. And I looked, there was like four minutes left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Goldberg, uh, Brook T attacks Goldberg during his entrance. Uh, Goldberg with a front slam. Then Jeff Jarrett comes on out and hits Goldberg with a chair. Goldberg spears Jarrett. The cat comes out and hits Goldberg with a roundhouse kick, or as they call it, the feline kick. Mm. Booker with a sidekick. Booker hits Goldberg with the bookend for the win. So Booker T pins Goldberg, which is like, what, the second or third time in Goldberg's career? Third. Third. And and I don't remember this. But all of a sudden, all the crap that happened with Booker earlier in the night makes sense. Goldberg had to look strong at some point with a visual win over him before he would do the J-O-B. So, (laughs) more on this later. Yeah. So that's why they did all that crap earlier. More on this later. Uh, Security comes out and separates uh, them, but Goldberg beats the crap out of them all. Yep. So that was WCW Nitro. Let's go. The show was terrible. It wasn't good. It was, it was not good. Uh, let's go to Monday Night Raw, July twenty fourth, the year two thousand. We're in Austin, Texas. Commentary team is one good what? old huh. what is good old Jr. and Jerry the King Lawler. Start off with your favorite Corey, a promo with Mick Foley. Uh, Foley, oh, Foley says that the WF delivered at the uh, at the pay per view last night. Rikishi flying off the cage onto Val. Val will be back soon. He has some crushed ribs. I would think so. Is that a legitimate pry? Leg- or I don't know. Storytelling. I think it might just be storytelling. Uh, Angle finding out why the Undertaker is called the American Badass. Uh, Angle has demanded a rematch with the Undertaker tonight. Uh, yeah, I love like the commentator is like what. So Foley says that's that stupid. Foley says that he's inclined to make that rematch for tonight. Uh, Foley tips his hat to Triple H and Jericho for having a ton of guts and testicular fortitude. Uh, Foley says watching the main event makes him wish that he was still wrestling. Ugh. <laughs> Not us. No, this, I'm good. This brings out Shane and Chris Benoit. Benoit calls Foley a fraud, costing him the title. Shane says that for over 50 years, <laughs> the referee's decision is final. It's been a constant. Shane shows the footage of last night of Earl DQing The Rock. Foley says things change. Uh, Benoit says that he, show, that he showed last night that he was the all-time greatest technical wrestler in the WWF and that he should be WWF champion. Benoit wants his rematch tonight so he can prove that he's WWF champion. Uh, Foley says that he will get his rematch, but not tonight. Foley is going to put that under advisement. Benoit threatens Foley, but Shane whispers sweet nothings in his ear and stops him. However, Stephanie comes out. Last night uh, showed that Triple H is the game and he's that damn good, she says. Stephanie says she's out here to support her brother and wants a rematch between The Rock and Benoit. That's a little odd. Uh, Foley says that he has a secret. Last year, after recovering from injury, he found her mildly attractive. But now he's learning, leaning towards Chris Jericho's thoughts about Stephanie McMahon. <laughs> Got her. Stephanie slaps Foley. However, we missed the spot because yep. they ha- did a bad angle. Foley says that the McMahons like to get involved in matches, so tonight he's going to make the uh, match a brother-sister tag match against Foley, people Foley's going to choose. Foley tells that if Benoit or Triple H get involved, Foley will fire them all. You know the only line that bugged I actually didn't mind this segment. I thought it was okay. And they didn't go as long as they normally do. It was when Foley said, uh, you'll face opponents of my choosing. When you make matches, everybody is of your juice. <laughs> yeah. It's true. <laughs> Listener, dude. Uh, and then after that, they show the replay of Stephanie slapping Foley with the right angle this time. Uh, we see The Rock has shown up. Our, 
Let's go to our first match of the night. Road Dog, Corey's favorite team, with Xbox. It's not a tag match, though. Versus Steve Blackman in a hardcore championship. Xbox joins commentary. He, he, uh, Xbox says him and Dog are having a friendly competition on who's better in the singles division. Uh-oh. I feel like we missed something on Heat. I feel like this is never good for a team. And also um, Xbox. Yes. By a wide margin. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a competition. <laughs> yep. Uh, Blackman uses a trash can lid on Road Dog's legs and uh, hits him in the back of the head with it. Ro- Blackman bulldogs Road Dog on the trash can lid. Blackman up, sets up a trash can between the turnbuckles and Road Dog drop toll holds Blackman into it. Uh, Blackman, uh, sorry, Road Dog atomic drops Blackman on top of the steps, but Road Dog uh, uses the trash can to knock him off the steps. Um, we have a sword fight here between two kendo sticks and a broom. Uh, Road Dog DDTs Blackman on a steel chair. Blackman axe kicks the chair in the face of Road Dog for the win. After the match, Xbox like, well, since he got tonight, I'm going to try and I'll do better on SmackDown. I'll challenge Steve Blackman. Ugh, I'm not a big fan of the tag team. Like, I cannot do you. You cannot do me. Let's see who's better shtick. I mean, we all know what it leads to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not... A, Oh, about. I'm not upset about that at all. Yeah. Just, maybe just get to it. Yeah. Let's just skip the middle part and just get to the end Let's of it. Let's go straight to the breakup. <laughs> uh, we go backstage with Triple H showing up and Stephanie telling him that uh, she has to wrestle. Triple H wants to know what the hell happened. Yeah, she was like, what the hell did you do now? She says that she went down there, slapped Foley, and tried to help Benoit and Shane. And he's like, why? Why would you do that? Because <laughs> Benoit really should be champ, which the look on Triple H's face. And she's like, well... Oh, well, you should be champ, but as of last night, he should be. He was like, Jesus Christ. Triple H knows his flowers and asks if they're from Jericho or Angle. Is this a setup? Stephanie tells him, just read the card. And Triple H like, read the card, uh, says, read the card, and just throws the flowers to the floor. And then Stephanie starts to cry and says, they're from me. Ooh, yeah. Then I'd be like, why are you buying me flowers? Pedigree. Right. <laughs> Pedigree. Uh, we're going to recap from Fully Loaded, and they showed the footage of Rikishi jumping off the cage. I was going to ask you guys this. Do they should have showed the footage? Mm-hmm. I do. I think it should have been photo stills. At well, least, I mean, at well, least I mean, like, the photo of Rikishi on the cage. The big thing like for them is, like, you know, buy the encore, see what you missed. And they just they showed the highlight of the show. Yeah, I, I think they should have just at least showed the photo still of Rikishi. It just tells the, me oh, that they don't oh. think that was the highlight of any part of the show. It's bananas. Yeah. Let's go to the highlight of the show. Uh, highlight of this week's show is it's going to be Stephanie McMahon and Shane McMahon versus Lita and someone else. Shane says that uh, he knows what has happened uh, when you corner an animal. They become unhinged. Stephanie looks afraid. Shane says he's going to protect his sister and doesn't care who comes out. Shane acting really well good here. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give a fuck about Stephanie. Well... Well, it's the big show. I do not remember this at all. I thought he was gone a long time. So did I. I did as because well. Because he is. He got a pop. He, the, the, uh. Shane's face was cockiness, fucking brilliant. The cockiness for, from Shane's face went to fear. It was so good. As then he leaves the ring and runs up the ramp with Big Show giving follow. This leaving Lita and Stephanie in the ring. Lita is going to go for a moonsault. Or first, Lita throws Stephanie around the ring a couple of times, then goes for the moonsault, but Trish comes down and trips her off the turnbuckle. Trish takes off her belt and starts whipping Lita for the DQ. So Big Show's back. Those look painful. I don't know that I want to be whipped. Those, those, no. those screams that Lita are doing are probably more real than they Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I wouldn't want to take that. Yeah. Fuck that. Uh, we see backstage with Shane, uh, Big Show still looking for Shane in the hallway. So, so our next match is The Godfather with Hose versus Bull Buchanan with Steven Richards. And guys, if The Godfather loses, the hose goes. What in the world? No mo hose? But Corey, who was the first show that came out with a... It wasn't Victoria, was it? It was. It was yeah. I knew she was in around this time, but I just didn't notice her. Yeah. She's uh, well, support for a spot. She'll be yeah. She's in a spot in a minute or two. I should have remembered that. Uh, Bull scales the cat and then uh, on the ropes. And That's then, why they used her. Yeah, but Godfather just throws him back over and chokes <laughs> him with his tie. 
bowl with a power slam. Uh, two of the hoes go over to Steven. Steven shoves one hoe to the ground, and then Steven kicks the other. That means he Steven kicks Victoria. I popped like a motherfucker yeah. when that happened, dude. Especially I, considering there. I died laughing. Future. I was so excited. It was it was uh, love at first kick. Oh, I love Steven Richards. He's so great. Uh, Godfather goes for the hoe train splash, but Steven hits Godfather with a chair. Bull hits uh, a top up leg drop for the win. The crowd starts booing like there's no tomorrow. And then here, here's my favorite thing about the, this situation. is King. Hey, Foley, come fix this. <laughs> so you're telling me another person hit an Alabama jam? Yep. Yep. <laughs> what is happening? Why did this move turn into a super kick party? Around this time, what Alabama is going Slam on? Party! Boom, 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 boom. So, I was, so I was, I, was, I got actually rated this match, guys. Five yeah. stars. There it is. Yeah. Five stars because uh, a Stephen Richards kicked a hoe in the face, <laughs> and uh, we got rid of the Godfather. Yeah, which so, five stars. Oh, happy day! So, guys, the hoes are gone. <laughs> Thank fuck. Thank God. So here's something funny. I hooked up my Nintendo 64. And I, have, and I have no mercy, right? And in the extras, if you play the se- if you play, you know, season and stuff, you get credits and points. And you can buy, you know, signs, gear, wrestlers. You can get Cactus Jack for fifty thousand, Shawn Michaels for fifty thousand, and you can get a hoe for five hundred thousand. Damn. What does that what does that get you for five hundred thousand? <laughs> Nothing. You get a hoe. Uh, we go backstage. So yeah, this is kind of a. How long has how long has the Godfather been a pimping? Since uh, ninety eight. So about two years. Two now. years. The character's been. Since around. he stopped being a fighting machine. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> well, well, let's see where the Godfather goes now. Since uh, I guess he has no more hoes. Uh, we go backstage with Shane hiding from the Big Show in a parking lot until he finds him, and then fucking Shane parkours a car and runs up a. To get away. Then we see... Probably Fink's car. Probably, most likely. Uh, then we see uh, Angle head to the ring. Uh, so our next match is Kurt Angle versus The Undertaker. Angle says that The Undertaker didn't beat Angle at Fully Loaded. He beat, he beat a guy last night who was living in fear. People in Austin fear a lot of things. Warefield checks uh, are coming. Uh, uh, fear their kids is going... Uh, kids or their brothers... Uh, oh, uh, Fear that their kids are going to be uh, fathers or either their brothers, neighbors, or the mailman. But Angle uh, says that that's, that he's A-OK. Angle says that uh, that he will be, he's not afraid anymore. Uh, as Undertaker comes down, Angle gets some, uh, goes up to the ramp, gets some rights in, but Undertaker then just choke slams and choke slams him. Shane comes into the arena through the crowd with Big Show giving chase. Shane gets in the uh, ring. Undertaker grabs him by the throat, but shows like he's mine. Let me have him. So he throws uh, Shane to under- Big Show, which Big Show looks like he's going to choke slam Shane as the Undertaker turns around to Angle, which I love this spot right here. And it's the fact that Big Show lets go of Shane, and Shane gets in front of Taker and starts doing his little dance. And so he's doing backstage to Dynamite. Exactly. And then uh, Taker turns around, and Big Show attacks, clotheslines him. No, no, hold on. Are you telling me that the Big Show did a, did a did a turn? Well, yes. Damn. We really should have kept a uh, heel face. Uh, I can't count that high. Well, he went face when he got here, and now he's turned heel. And as all three men then attack Undertaker, Big Show choke slams uh, Taker too. We go backstage with Undertaker with Michael Cole. Michael, uh, hey, how do you feel? He, Taker says payback is a bitch. But then Shane show Angle attack Undertaker backstage. Shane then breaks a cinder block over Undertaker's knee. Is there anything less scary than Undertaker saying the word bitch? No. It's supposed to be intimidating. I just laugh at it. Like, okay. Bitch. Bitch. You talk funny. You done it now, bitch. Bitch. You done it now. You got funny papers, bitch. <laughs> Easy, my dude. 
Let's go to Chris Jericho in the ring. He says last night's experience was the most brutal match of his career. I don't believe that. And says it's one of his favorites of his career. What's that one in, the, in his book where he's just like walking up the aisle and he's just a red crimson mask? Is it the... Was it from Japan? No. Or no Canada. Or Canada. It's him and Storm in a tag match. No, it's Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. And it's like he gets busted open within like three minutes of the match and like... The ref is just covered in blood himself. Yeah. Like the Coke bottles themselves red. Uh, Jericho thanks Triple H for exposing a side of Jericho that he's never seen. He says, if you watch the tape, Triple H beat him by one second. And says Jericho says that he was the better man. Jericho says that he's not done with Triple H. Um, but he, and he doesn't care what type of match tri- Triple H picks. But he wants another match with Jericho tonight. Or with Triple H tonight. Triple H shows up on the Tron. Triple H says that Tri- Jericho proved to him last night that he's a whole lot tougher than he thought he was. Triple H says that Jericho got the guts, the heart, the desire, and Jericho proved it last night. But Jericho is nowhere near Triple H's league. Triple H says that uh, no to him, for him coming out. He has nothing to prove. Jericho says since Triple H doesn't want to come out here, I'll just head back up there. Jericho heads into the Triple H locker room and they have a brawl until the refs break it up. And that Bruce, uh, goes to the point from last week with uh, Booble that you brought up about the fact of when someone comes out, hey, come out here. No. Just fucking go back and go back there and beat them up, yeah. which they did. We see backstage Shane and Big Show leaving. Shane telling Angle to stay back and have Ben Wallace back. Then we get a recap of what we just saw of the Triple H Jericho brawl. Shane breaking a cinder block over Undertaker's knee. And by the way, Kane has arrived now. Taking. Taking. Utility Glenn. <laughs> Could have been there last night. I'm going to improve the card. If you want to find out how, tune into the pay per view war stories. Available at nosentertainment.com. It's the. Uh, it's, it, he's taking. His brother's gimmick taking from Kevin Nash's of showing up late. Uh, our next match it's Scotty Too Hotty versus Taz. Hmm. Scotty goes for a bulldog, but Taz hits him with a big uh, elbow. Taz hits that Alabama slam. Scotty hits the worm. <laughs> Taz throws Scotty over the top rope onto the apron. Taz and puts Scott in the Taz. Scotty in the transmit Taz mission. Transmission. The transmission, as I'll call it from now on. And pulls Scotty <laughs> over the top rope and fully locks it in. Scotty taps. Taz is waiting to attack. Uh, Taz is waiting to attack Scotty again. But Rikishi comes out to attack Taz. So apparently he's okay, but Val isn't. <laughs> he's the one that broke the damn ring. You don't worry about Val. That I guy? Do, I don't usually. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, backstage, we're with Mick Foley, who's with Edge and Christian. Foley talking about how APA was. Uh, how sore they were after their match last night with APA. Foley says he doesn't know who be the uh, who be put in the match between the Hardys, uh, who will be facing them between the Hardys Dudleys. Um, so Foley puts them in that tag match with them too, in a triple threat match for the titles. Kane barges in, and Kane wants uh, everyone that attacked Taker earlier, but Foley says, "Well, Shane and Show have left, but I, I can give you something." Uh, Kurt Angle shown leaving the arena, but Foley shows up. Says, "Hey, I saw you attack Undertaker earlier." Uh, and Angle, you said you showed up and you wanted a wrestling match, so I've decided I'm going to kill two uh, two birds with one stone. It will be Benoit and Angle versus Kane and The Rock. What do you guys think of that idea of instead of giving us that one on one rematch again, it's now a tag match just to play it. Further development of that singles match that people want. Eh, it's, it's interesting. It's what they do. So, I mean, it's just very on brand for them. Well, who's the Rock going to wrestle at SummerSense? What I want to know. I don't know. Oh, if I had to guess, the game. I, well, I would say at this rate, maybe the should be the rematch, but we'll find out, right, as the weeks go on. But our next match is a triple threat match for the WWF Tag Team Championships. I don't know if you ever heard these teams before. The Dudley Boys versus the Hardy Boys versus Edge and Christian. Call me shocked. 
Uh, Edge tries to use the belt, but the ref stops him. Dudley's hit a doomsday device. Dudley's are doing the flying headbutt, but now they're doing the what's up. So the Budweiser commercials are out. Yep. Uh, get, and, and they start doing the Devon get the table. Yep. Uh, Edge and Christian baseball slides into the table. Edge accidentally spears Christian. Matt hits a Trista fade on Edge, and Jeff hits the Swanton, but the Dudleys break up the pin. Dudleys hit a 3D on Edge, but Matt breaks up the pin with a top rope leg drop. Christian then tosses Matt over the... Uh, uh, oh, uh, they hit uh, Devon with, a, I think, a belt, and then Matt... Uh, Christian tosses Matt over outside and puts Matt on top of... Uh, Edge on top of Devon for the win for Edge and Christian to... Retain their titles. We go backstage with Trish as she is talking to her hairstylist, saying about how Foley um, gets off on her getting whipped, might sue him for sexual harassment. So someone's taking that Sable lawsuit uh, personally. We'll show her, pal. Yeah. Uh, when we see Angle with Benoit backstage, Angle's freaking out their match, and Benoit's like, don't worry about it. I'll take care of The Rock. Don't worry, we'll kill him. I'll take care of The Rock. You take care of Kane. And he's like, <laughs> well, how does that help? <laughs> <laughs> um, we go to uh, Coach with The Rock. He says Benoit doesn't didn't earn the title by hitting Hebner with the chair or whining or bitching. He earns it via the rock bottom. Uh, we go to our next match. As guys, it's the strap match: Lita versus Trish. Okay. Uh, Tr- Lita takes Trish's top off so she can rip the back. Uh, Lita accidentally. Yeah, that was the reason why. Yeah. <laughs> Lita accidentally hits the ref. Ref bump. Lita hits the twist of fate and a moonsault. However, Stephanie comes out. And hits Lita with the belt. It was kind of a botchy moment because I think Lita falls before the belt hits her. And Trish makes the uh, cover for the win. Let's go. Now it's time for the main event. Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle versus The Rock and Kane. Kane goes after Angle. Benoit and Rock brawl in the ring. Uh, Rock with an over-the-top suplex. Angle goes in, uh, after Kane's knee. Rock puts Benoit in the crossface. Kane and Angle fight up the ramp. Kane's going to throw Angle off the stage, but Shane and Big Show come out of nowhere and attack Kane. Big Show has to do two tries. Still impressive as hell. Picks up Kane and uh, darts him into the WAF.com sign. That's, it's not a small so, guy. It's it, not a Rey so, Mysterio. It's not small. That sign also has to be tall enough for the big show to go under it. Yeah. And he lifted him up there and threw him into it. That yeah. was nuts. Fucking hell, man. 6'11", 3-something, right? But he's not Ray Mysterio with Kevin Nash chucking him in a fucking trailer. Nope. Even though it wasn't as far, but like that's impressive as hell to be like, all right, you're on my shoulder, and I'm now going to lift you from that and then knock you into that. Uh, Shane runs down and hits the rock and has the rock chase him up the ramp. However, Angle hits the rock with a chair. Angle, Benoit, and Shane triple team the rock on the ramp while Kane is being attacked by Big Show. And we end Raw with Big Show, Shane, Chris Benoit, and Kurt Angle side by side with JR asking, What is Shane McMahon thinking? Had a bump off Stephanie. So who the hell is wrestling rock at SummerSlam? I don't know. Shame it, man. Oh. Here it comes. Daddy, I have an idea. So, guys, what was the bear show? Not Raw. Uh, Raw, but, I mean, I thought Raw, Raw was middling, great. too. Yeah, was, yeah I mean, but it was... It was better than Nitro. Yeah. Nitro, for sure. It was better than Nitro. Not, not a great Monday. Not a great Monday. Not a Maniac Monday. Let's go to the ratings. Or Manic Monday. Or Manic Monday. I call it Maniac. Hmm. Let's go to ratings. Prince didn't write it that way. Oh, well, fuck me then. Uh, <laughs> no, fuck Prince, you're right. It's Maniac Monday. Thank you, brother. Uh, last week, WCW on Tuesday night got a 2.5, or WWF got a 6.2. They didn't, yeah, that's right, because they didn't lose a single fucking viewer going to Tuesday. They just go to Tuesday. Just kind of seems like they've got their audience. This week, WCW got to a 2.8. 
while Raw stayed at that 6.2. Damn. So, let's go to our favorite part of the show. It's the awards show. Let's start off with best match. I went Edge of Christie's Hardys and Dudley's because I had to pick something. But yeah. I, it wasn't a, a long list to pick I was, from. I, that's the same for me. Yep. I agree. The triple threat. Jabroni match of the week. Loco and Guns versus Hancock. The mixed tag on... Uh, you damn well got it. You've done it now. Mixed tag on Nitro. Who yeah. is your MVP? Steve Richards. Yep. I'm r- r- simpatico. Kicked I'll, a hoe in the face I'll and I got rid of the Godfather. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go with that because the, ho- the hoes are gone. Anyone that's responsible for getting rid of the Godfather is okay in my book. Yeah. <laughs> so then the question is, who's your mode? Godfather. <laughs> Godfather. Godfather. Fuck that guy. So, guys, WTF. Can I go first? Of course. Yes. For the love of God, with no warning, no buildup, no hype, you had Booker T beat Goldberg on free television in a two-and-a-half-minute match. You can say whatever the hell you want about Hulk Hogan and Goldberg. They at least gave that three days in a building they knew they were going to sell 40,000 tickets in. What in the actual fuck are they doing beating him in the middle of the ring on free TV? This is Russo thinking he's really solidifying Booker T. Yeah, I'm going to say that didn't work. Nope. It just cost you one of the only big matches you had left. My WTF ties into it. Uh, In order to get Goldberg to do said job, you had to uh, negate everything you've done with Booker up until then with uh, that... um, Piece of business in the middle of the show. Yep. So it helped nobody. And cost you, I mean, not that they were ever going to sell a lot of pay-per-views again. Yeah. But it cost you a chance of selling some. But here was a chance to, you know, here's here's an opportunity with a match that's fresh. Yeah. And Booker had been talking smack on TV about, oh, he's just like Tyson. I can take him to five. Yep. And uh, in less than three minutes, he beats him middle of the ring. Yeah. What the um, fuck are they doing? My, I'll me add on to yours for a minute. The WTF is the fact that you add on, you do a Goldberg Booker T main event twice in a way, right? But then last week you do Goldberg and Scott Steiner, which we talked about the week before. How that's a fantastic pay per view match. Goldberg versus Booker T is going to be a fantastic pay per view match because what you're having them pay for that fight. You have the cat saying weekly, we ain't having you guys touch because it's going to be for, you know, for, ratings, for, rate, for all that money. We're, you, you're going to pay to watch these guys wrestle. But now it's, fuck it, you guys are, uh, let's just have you. Uh, ratings didn't go up after my pipe bomb at the pay-per-view. What's going on here? I got a hot shot. So let's just have you, uh, let's have you, uh, let's put the pay-per-view matches on Raw. Raw. It's like that. It's like this. In current day wrestling, AEW Dynamite does this, but it gives it. It has the build, and it has. It gives it the time. While we're we're turning on old Nitro and old Raws, which are giving us pay per view quality matches that you shouldn't be. We look at the clock. There's ten minutes left, and the entrances still haven't happened, and then anything after the match has happened. So that your main event match is between <coughs> four to six minutes. I could almost give them a pass because, like AEW, WCW was getting paid more off TV revenue. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's the idea true. was to get a good rating on TV. That's true. But it's just for me. But it's you, just, you, you know, know how you get that rating, though? You tell people it's coming next week. Yeah. You don't surprise them with it because they don't get the you, rating then. You don't do a, hey, it's a 10-man vote on WCW.com, and then we find out at the top of the hour who they're facing. Not a... For, not a not a forty-five minute time frame, minus the commercials, that you have the fan give the fans a chance to vote who they want to see, and then it backfires when you pick Sting instead of it's supposed to be Goldberg, which the whole time it's they're picking me because they like me. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Suckers got the now. Suckers got so, it now. Uneven Monday in, in wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're coming off the heels of the. Uh, 
fully loaded. We're on the road to New Blood Rising and SummerSlam. But before we get to any of that, we're going to do the midweek war stories this later, later this week, which should have some uh, fun stuff and see what happens. See where the Godfather goes. See if uh, anything happens on Thunder. But no. you can go to nosoentertainment.com. That's right, nosoentertainment.com, where you can find all of our podcasts, all of our blogs, and everything that we do, all of our content. And we'll see what Corey does with his content. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. Spotify. Spotify. 